Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Isaiah chapter 46, verse 9 and 10. Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me. 10. Declaring the end from the beginning. And from ancient times, the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Praise the Lord. Clap your hands and bless the Lord. It's powerful scripture. In this service, we are looking at manifesting God's pleasure. Please take your seat. The scripture, if you read it in context, will show you that God was talking to his people about how they have been submitting themselves to idols. Even to the point where men send gold to be melted for idols to be created and they end up bowing to those idols. Then he said that when they are in need of salvation, those idols are not able to help them. So from there, the Lord said to them that they should remember the former things of old. For he, God, there is none like him and none. He is God. He said, I am God and there is none else. I am God and there is none like me. First of all, he says, I am God. There is none else. That's when he sees himself, he doesn't see anyone. And then there is none like him. In case others see themselves, they are not on the same level with him. It is clear what we have as Christians. And what we have as Christians may from time to time um, elude us. Sometimes we miss it. Sometimes we're even confused. I was um, watching one snippet of a message before I came down. <laughs> and the blogger was saying he's confused. Because one big man of God will say this. And another big man of God will say this. And the two don't meet when he reads the Bible. So believers can be confused. But the Bible is not confused. Sometimes when you hear from there... And there, you can be confused about your God. But the good thing is that God is not confused about himself. He says, I am God. He knows who he is. He said, there is none. None else. And in case some people think they are, or some idols think they are, we are not on the same level. You are not like me. That's a big beef with big punches. 
punchline is strong. We should be very excited that this is the kind of God we serve. Because Satan cannot stand and make this claim. No human being can stand and make such a claim. So it's a blessing that we serve such a God. And then he goes ahead to show forth some of his credentials. He says that he's able to declare the end from the beginning. I like this God who is more than a movie maker. That he understands the picture at the end before he starts the script. And he writes a script from the beginning to fit into the end. But the end is declared. He declares the end from the beginning. Anytime God is working with you, he's already working with you starting from the end. That is why you require faith. Because what is a problem for you is not a problem to God. He has seen the end. He knows what the end is. And he's not confused about the end. Abraham can be confused about childbirth, but God is not confused about it. He said, I'll give you children. I've told you I'll give you. It's there. It's done. Done and dusted. It's Abraham who can be confused because the years are stretching him. And things are stretching him. But God is not confused. That's why even in the New Testament, believers start praying from the place of victory. You see, most of your promises, they are from the place of victory. I have made you this. I've made you that. I've given you this. I've given you that. And God wants us to stand in a place of prayer. Not just laying claim of things that we expect, but also having the faith in Christ that whatever we are looking for in Christ is already provided. Praise the Lord. Sometimes people pray and really pray in anxiety. They pray in, in anguish of their soul. They pray in confusion, in fear. They pray and it's like... <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> you, you keep hearing people say, I don't know what's happening to me. I don't know. But God knows what is there. He declares the end from the beginning. That's why he can tell you that I know the plans that I have towards you. They are good to bring you to an expected end. They are not evil. You know, when you, you don't submit to the totality of the authority of God's word, sometimes you are here and there. You look at people, you look at situations, you look at so many other things. And sometimes, some things can be more appealing to you than what God is saying. But if you were to look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith, you will know that he is dealing with you from the perspective of the end. He declares the end from the beginning. Are you here? He will tell you, I've seen you cross the line. <laughs> so don't bother yourself. Just follow me. And you, you can't follow God and be late. If you're really following God in his way, you can't follow God and fail. If you're really following God, you can't follow God. Anytime God does it, it's a good time. Praise the Lord. It's not late at all. Anytime he does it, it's a very good time. Tell somebody, anytime God does it. It's a very good time. Praise the Lord. It's a very good time. Anytime he does it, it's a good time. Anytime he does it, it's a perfect time. So we have to rise up to God's level. Because 
And, and the reason why such a preaching is important is for you to know that today being the first day of June, you are not disadvantaged. Because it's already declared the end from the beginning. So today is first. But the declaration for all that should happen in the next 30 or 31 days is sorted out. Tell somebody, your month is sorted out. So he says that he declares, declaring the end from the beginning. And from ancient times, the things that are not yet done. So he is able to declare, like the thing has not happened. He's able to tell us that things that are not yet done, these things, I'm telling you, they will come. They will happen. And the Bible is older than any man. And yet, it gets fulfilled on a daily basis. People have tried to challenge it, all, but the Bible keeps disgracing people. Things that are not yet done. He just calls them. I'm calling it. Not this kind of prophet. They say this one will win, this one loses. This will happen, that doesn't happen. They give dead, coronavirus will go. This time, it's still around. We're talking about God. We're talking about who? Come on now. We're talking about who? Yeah, things that are not yet done. Saying, my counsel shall stand. So, God is showing us his ability, how he operates, and now he's telling us, giving us an assurance that his counsel shall stand. Of course, we have read the scripture when the Bible says, many are the counsel in the heart of men. So, there are many counsels, multitude of counselors, counsel. Satan has his counsel. Evil people have their own. God has his own. Man has his own. But God says that his will stand tall. So the question then is, what is the counsel of God for your life? What are you interested in? Are you interested in what man says or what God has said? What man has for you or what God has for you? Because God says, my counsel shall stand. I don't know what your parents have for you. I don't have an uncle who gives me a will and a property forever. But I have a father in heaven who says that his counsel will stand forever. And my word is settled forever. So, which one do you want? This one the government will investigate and the court is, is litigating it. And the one that God gives you and there is no challenge. I think I like what God gives me and there is no challenge. My counsel will stand. Tell somebody the counsel of God for your life shall stand. Why is it that people get distracted? Why is it that people get discouraged? Why is it that people get, people give up? One of the reasons why people give up is that they don't know the counsel of God for their lives. And for those who know, Sometimes they get to a point where they are not sure whether it will stand or not. But we are here and God is telling us, giving us an assurance that he who declares the end from the beginning 
and ancient things before they are yet done. He's telling us that his counsel will stand. His counsel for your ministry, for your health, for your family, for your finances, for your career. If he said he would take care of you, it's going to stand. Praise the Lord. Tell somebody God's counsel will stand. So stop fretting. Stop fretting. Stop getting worried. Too worried for nothing. His counsel will stand. Now when he says his counsel will stand, he's making us know that there are other things that want to stand. But he's overriding and overruling all that wants to stand that are not standing from him. I like it. <laughs> the book of Matthew said, any plant that is not planted by my father shall be rooted out. So God recognizes that he's not the only planter, but he has the ability to root out what he did not plant so that what he planted will stand. Praise the Lord. So the devil has bought sickness for your child. Understand that the counsel of God is that I am the Lord that he led thee. And that counsel of God will stand. Praise the Lord. God's counsel will what? It will what? It will stand. If God said something about you, you have to believe it. And so the reason why you need faith to believe is that sometimes when you make an assessment of your life, you find out that there are things in your life than what God is saying. Other than what God is saying. And those things that are in your life are very visible. And if you are not careful and you trace, you will realize that when you put your eye on the history of such a thing, you find out that they've been there for a long time. So in God trying to even negate and neutralize your own history, he said that remember the former things of old. He didn't say remember the former things. He added of old to it. That's the one that's not in your generation. The one that's in the generation of Moses. The one that's in the generation of Abraham. The one that's in the generation of Isaac. Just remember that which is of old. So that when you take stock based on your history, and it's confusing, you know that something powerful beyond you happened. And if the history is not favoring you, this same God who did it before, he can make it happen. When he says, my counsel will stand. His counsel is going to stand. Tell somebody, God's counsel for your life is going to stand. Hey, I remember the former things of old. God is God. I mean, you have to be someone whose heart is perfectly fixated on God and what his word says. Because too many things can steal your heart from God. And you see that your heart will become weak and unable to stand with God and for God. By the time you know you're a pastor, your confidence is in a man. This week I was talking to a, a politician and he realized that I know some of his bosses because they spoke to him about me. And he behaved as if he, he doesn't know me. Senior politicians. And so when he came to me and he was talking to me, 
He said, but if you know all these people, why this blah, 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 blah. I said, the problem is not them. Oh. The, between myself and them, the problem is me. That I am not the one who lost them. They are the ones who lost me. Because they are, they, are, they are looking for me and they can't find me. Do you understand? I said, there's no problem with this, this person, that person, across board, wherever, whichever you know in this country. That one, that one. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I said, they are not bad people. Oh. It's just that they can't find me because once I'm done with whatever God wants me to do, I'm gone. I'm not a politician, I'm a pastor. So I'm, I'm not going to stay with them. And it's the same for every country. I'm gone. Hey. Like that. It's everywhere. <laughs> I remember I traveled to one African country like that. I prayed for a woman whose parents were in, in the higher echelon of society. The next day, a particular transportation um, equipment was there to take me to their country. I told them, no, 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 no. I came to preach for this 120, 50 people. I'm not going anywhere. They were shocked. And that's a country with a lot of cash. I said, I'm not going anywhere. I said, I know why I'm here. <laughs> I, I prayed for the lady. The deal is done. Whoever is interested, I'm not interested. Finish. Because th there's a way that you, you culture yourself to a point where human beings become your God. And you will be counting. This one is in my church. That one is my church. That one is my... It's nice. But they are not equal to God in your life. Because you even lose your prayer. You lose your touch with God. You get to a point, it's like, when you are doing project, you are thinking man. <laughs> when when, when you, you need a visa, you don't pray again, you are thinking man. When, when you need money, you are thinking man. Because you, you just send a test. So, rather than me losing them, let them lose me. When they lose me, I know who to find. Are you here at all? I know who to find. I have to find God. He said, my counsel shall stand. You, you don't know the counsel of God for my life. I don't know the counsel of God for your life. Praise the Lord. It is only God who knows his counsel for your life. Why would you be pursuing any other person or a thing apart from the one who has it all under control for your life? And as human as we are, even as believers, we can put our faith in politicians, put our faith in doctors, put our faith in economists, academicians, put our faith in our friends, our networks. And it gets a point, it gets to a point, and the Bible says that all things shall fail. All. Even prophecies shall fail. All things shall fail. Look at somebody say, hey. <laughs> so, you have to put your faith in God. Praise the Lord. You have to put your faith in God. Because it is his counsel. Let me tell you. No matter the good motive any human being has for you. They still don't have the power to make it good. 
It's not in their hand. God says it's only his counsel. That one is absolute. He said, my word shall not, Isaiah 55, he said, my word shall not return unto me void until it has accomplished the purpose for which it was sent. Verse 8 to 10. So shall it be. Jeremiah 1. He said, I watch over my word to perform it. Once God gives you his word, all the days of his life, his focus is on that word to fulfill it. Not me that I will give you a promise. I will tell you. I will pray for you. I will pray. As I'm talking to you, I'm already sleeping. <laughs> Put your trust in God. Oh. It's only his counsel that shall what? Stand. Praise the Lord. I don't know. Am I preaching? So you see people just trying to hang around people, hang around people. I'm not saying don't connect with people. There's a level for that. But you must first have your proper connections. And the first connection priority you should have is to trust in the counsel of God. For you. In fact, when you're hanging around people, you should first of all ask yourself, is this the counsel of God? Or else it's a waste of time. This boy in my life, is it a counsel of God? This girl in my life, is it a counsel of God? This business partner, is it a counsel of God? If it's not so, no matter how good it's looking. Look, Jonah can travel with you, uh, but if it's not the counsel of God, at a certain point, you start losing your goods. Something that is not a counsel of God from the beginning, it doesn't change in the middle. I'm preaching, sister. And if you understand the preaching, you'll be preaching with me, Paul. It's a great day. It's a great day. You know? <laughs> if it's God's counsel, and it even starts from the place of turbulence, you are very sure that the, the boat will be steadied. Because the Bible said, he that has begun a good work. And sometimes a good work starts from the place of death. Except a grain falls and dies. It's good work, but there's death from the beginning. He said, he will perfect it. He will bring it to a perfect. You see that? That thing dies from the beginning and then grows in the end. It's too beautiful. Because it is his counsel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I better be in the counsel of God. That may stand from a place of turbulence. But I know that the future is assured. Is God talking to someone now? Uh, than to be in a beautiful something. And then the thing doesn't have sustainability. The Bible said they die and they are to the end. Salvation is in the end. Praise the Lord. I'm preaching. But My counsel shall stand. What is standing in your life? Is it man or God's? Is it God's or man's? Whose counsel? Sometimes you are there and you see that it's your parent counsel that is standing. <laughs> it's something, something is standing. Wow. What a counsel. 
You marry a man, he says, I've stopped worshiping God. You to stop. Hey, you are strong, pal. <laughs> Brother, take it easy. Yeah. Me, I should stop following Jesus because I married you. You are about to marry yourself very soon. Tell somebody the counsel of God will stand. I don't know what you are going through, but the counsel of God will stand. The real part of the message is in the last part. I want to show you something. <laughs> Please put that scripture there, that verse 10. It says that my counsel shall stand. That's a declaration. Then he now tells us, and I will do all my pleasure. That's a, it, doing all his pleasure is part of his counsel. That means that the, one of the reasons why God says his counsel will stand, what he has taught about, will stand is that it gives him pleasure to do it. Like I'm telling you. You think you are frustrated because you don't have a husband. God giving you a husband gives you more pleasure than you having it. As for you, are just, you just want a husband because of sex. That's all you want. Somebody to give you some things. Make you feel some way. Look at your face. I will do all my pleasure. All my pleasure. That means that if we are not in the counsel of God, we cannot enter the pleasure of God. So we have to, when he says all my pleasure, we need to now find a way to unpack what it means. When God says, I will do all my what? Pleasure. When God says, I will do all my pleasure. His counsel will come to pass. It will stand. I will do all my pleasure. What, what does it mean? And this month of June, eh, God will cause all his pleasure to come to pass in your life. Look at Psalm 147 verse 11. Psalm 147 verse 11. Let's read together. One go. The Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him. In those that hope in his mercy. So you see that there are people that God takes pleasure in. The Lord takes pleasure in those who revere him, respect him, honor him, who fear him. So before we enter into the matter, you need to understand that if God is categorizing the people who revere him, who fear him, who walk with him in righteousness honoring him that he takes pleasure in them you have to understand that god doesn't take pleasure in everyone because he's clearly showing us that when it comes to things about pleasure or what thrills his heart it goes in the direction of certain people and those people have certain qualities or traits or they approach him with a particular spiritual posture. And, and it's not somebody who is today here with God and tomorrow doing something that God doesn't want. It's someone who has in his or her mind that I'm living to honor God. And I'm an example to my generation. 
I'm representing God as an ambassador here. When God sees me, he's happy to see me. Are you here at all? So, in that, so you see that this pleasure we are talking about is the heritage of the children of God. I'm not talking about people in church. I'm talking about people who have taken their relationship to another level with God. They fear him. Not everyone in church fears God. It's very clear and I won't repeat it in Pope. Psalm 5 verse 4. Look at it. Psalm 5 verse 4. Hey. Let's read it together. One go. For thou art not a God that has pleasure in wickedness. Neither shall evil dwell with thee. So God, because we are going to the pleasure of God, let's see some things. God does not have pleasure in wickedness. So, when people allow themselves to be wicked, God, God's pleasure doesn't show up there. He doesn't have pleasure in the wicked and his wickedness. Praise the Lord. Psalm 147 verse 10. 147 verse 10. He said, He delighted not in the strength of the horse. He taketh no pleasure in the legs of a man. Here, God is saying that, and the verse 11 is what we read. Put the verse 11 there. The Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him, in those that hope in him. So, very clearly, you see that the first part is meeting the first part of that previous scripture, and the second part too is, so, people who hope in God. Give me the verse 10. He said, people, he taketh no pleasure in, in the legs of a man. Jeremiah talks about the father. Curse is the man who put his trust in another man. This June, eh, let your trust in man dissipate, evaporate, disappear. Are you, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you sure you are here? This church is already blessed. So, he said, People trust in the strength of horses. People also trust in the legs of people. <laughs> I trust my leg. <laughs> but he said God doesn't take pleasure in those people. But he takes pleasure in those who hope in his mercy. Who trust in him. That is to say that we are still here talking about the fact that all the pleasure of God will gravitate in the direction of people who hope in God, trust in God, fear in God. It is their heritage. Is their what? Yeah. So there are certain traits when you reveal them in your heart. It takes you out of God's radar for showing his pleasure through you and in your life. Are you here now? Your boss can die today. The business can collapse today. You can be sacked today. But all these things eh, should not enter you if God is your confidence. You will see that in that moment, that moment is the time to see the greatest power of God. They put Daniel in the, in the lion's den. He has been praying all this while. But when they put him in the lion's there, he saw the greatest power manifestation of God. Is God talking to somebody here? No panic. Tell somebody no panic at all. 
panic. So, it is the heritage of God's children to encounter whatever Bible calls is the pleasure of God. Praise the Lord. So, the believers must be covered in God's pleasure. What does it mean to be covered in God's pleasure? Luke 12, 32. Luke 12, 32. Now we are unpacking it. He said, fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It is your father's what? Good pleasure. So there's something called the father's good pleasure. When that good pleasure comes into play, there is giving. There is what? And the first thing God seeks to give, when his good pleasure comes to play, is to give you kingdom inheritance. It is his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. The kingdom houses all the treasure. So when we are talking about the pleasure of God, I would do all my pleasure of God. One of the things that you should be expecting is that God has already given you an inheritance among the saints. He's giving you a kingdom inheritance. He's giving the kingdom to you. Everything the kingdom of God stands for has been given unto you. Healing has been given unto you. Praise the Lord. The power of God has been given unto you. Jesus said, I, I, I'm going. I saw Satan fall. All authority that was given, I give you this power. Over all the power of the enemy, I give it to you. A kingdom has been given to you. You are a king. You are a royal priesthood. You are a royal. Say, I'm a royal. He said, fear not. <laughs> fear not. One of the reasons why people walk in fear is that they don't know what they have. Tiny people who know what they have, they still walk in boldness. Because they know what they have. Sometimes you see somebody, a lanky person, is bold. You will be wondering, who is this guy? They know who they are. And they know what they have. Ask somebody, do you know what you have? And tell them that God giving you all his good pleasure means that he's giving you a kingdom. And tell them that you have a kingdom. I hope you know that. And if you didn't know, tonight I'm telling you from the word of God that you are a king and you have a kingdom. God has given you a kingdom. It's part of his good pleasure. So when God's good pleasure covers you, there is giving in your direction. Yes. There's giving in your direction. It's too powerful. You have an inheritance. Inheritance among the saints. What does it mean to be covered in the pleasure of God? Number two. In 2 Thessalonians 1.11. It said, wherefore also we pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling. And fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness. And the work of faith with power. God will count you worthy of this calling. And fulfill all. Now, in Isaiah he said, I will do all. Here he said, I will fulfill 
all the good pleasure of what? His goodness. So, when the Bible talks about God's good pleasure, he, he, the Bible connects it to the goodness of the Lord. It connects it to what? I can't hear you. Connect it to what? So when God says, I will do all my pleasure in your life, it means that when you are covered in his pleasure, it guarantees goodness. And goodness is the material aspect of the blessing. It guarantees the goodness of God. You see that? Houses forever. Cars forever. Lands forever. Praise the Lord. It's the goodness of the Lord. Come on and say, I'm working in the goodness of the Lord. This is a prophetic word for the month of June. Say, I'm working in the goodness of the Lord forever. I'm covered under the pleasure of God. And therefore, I am walking in goodness. I said the good pleasure of the goodness of the Lord. That when God is manifesting his good pleasure, one of the things that will come out is his goodness. So if contract is what represents his goodness in your life, you will see it. If marriage is what represents it, you will see it. It's healing. If it's healing, you will see it. Praise the Lord. If it's destiny helpers, that represents his goodness. At this level of your life, you will see the manifestation of that goodness in your life. And that gives God pleasure. That means he's doing his pleasure in your life. Praise the Lord. That's why I prophetically know that this month, somebody will walk to you and give you a million dollars. It's part of the goodness of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Two thousand and six. I had finished university. I'd not I've not I'd not started working. I've not even started national service. This brother here, his father gave me twenty thousand dollars. Just go back and calculate twenty thousand dollars at that time, my friend. When the devil spoils your mind, when we are saying this, you say, it's not true. Because you have become earthly. Because you are not dealing with the supreme being again. But when you are dealing with God, who is the supreme being, you will understand that my counsel will stand. It's a reality. It may not be your reality because of where your mind is and where your faith is. Maybe you are following devil, you are following friends, you are following this world. But for those of us who are following God, it's our reality. So when he's showing his good pleasure, his goodness will manifest. Are you here at all? It will manifest. It will manifest. And that's why we see miracles. We see testimonies. We see results. We see things. Keshtola brakisto. Sadabara. Kidabasta. Speak in the spirit. Play something. I'm, I'm seeing the goodness flowing. It's flowing. It's flowing. Don't let anybody lie to you. God wants to manifest his good pleasure in your life this month. 
And you will see his goodness in your life in the name of Jesus. If you are sick, let me tell you, you are not going to the hospital forever. There is a time God will manifest his goodness of healing in your life. And that sickness will not be there again. Praise the Lord. Shout, I will see the goodness of the Lord. I see the goodness of the Lord. I will see the goodness of the Lord. I'm expecting it. Tell somebody expect it this month. Tell somebody, tell somebody, expect the goodness of the Lord this month. Because you are covered in the pleasure of God. Praise the Lord. What does it mean to be covered in the pleasure of God? What are the benefits? Ephesians 1, 5 and 6. Ephesians 1, 5 and 6. It's working. This month you see goodness. I see you seeing goodness. Let's read it together. One go. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself. According to the good pleasure of his will. According to what? The good pleasure of his will. What is it bringing into our lives? Because of this, verse 6. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. So when you are covered in the good pleasure of God, what it means is that you are accepted in the beloved. It procures acceptance for you. What does it do? When God says, I will do all my good pleasure, it means that this month, you know, you are going to encounter unusual acceptance. Unusual. Unusual favor. The word acceptance also means favor. No rejection. No turning down. You have been accepted in the beloved. Not in the midst of foolish people. In the midst of the beloved. The people who are the people. You are accepted there. Lift your right hand. Say this month. I will see unusual acceptance. Say I receive unusual acceptance. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now say because this acceptance. Is the pleasure of God for my life. Therefore I will walk in favor. I will walk in acceptance. My children will walk in acceptance. My friends will walk in acceptance. Everything around me and about me shall have the favor of the Lord. Say, acceptance is my portion this man. Favor is my portion this man. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say, I receive acceptance and favor. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Can I put your hands together and bless the Lord? What a joy. Hallelujah. Acceptance. Nobody is greater than their level of acceptance. Ministry is acceptance. Anointing is acceptance. No matter what you carry, if you are not accepted, nothing is going to happen. Acceptance. You say, I'm a mechanic. I know how to fix it. I know how to. If you are not accepted, you are fixing nothing. I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful. You have to be accepted. You can never go higher than your acceptance. You are where you are. With more competences and potentials. 
than people higher than you. And the reason why there are levels is because they have been accepted there and you have not been accepted there yet. Acceptance is what makes a lesser intelligent person rule a more intelligent person. It's what makes a less qualified person rule a more qualified person. Look at acceptance. Joseph came into Potiphar's house. There were servants there already, including the wife. And the man said, because you have found favor in my sight, be it overseer. There was no foundation to it. It's acceptance. Within that acceptance is favor. Everything he touched started prospering. Are you here at all? Come on now. Are you sure you are here? The reason why 10 people are there, they will choose one person is called acceptance. It's not always competence. It's not always whatever you think. It's just because of acceptance. Are you here? Is God talking to someone? Acceptance. May you receive it. <laughs> Anybody receiving it by faith, God will never let it pass you by. Acceptance. Acceptance. You will find acceptance in this life. This month of June, dear, oh, be accepted in the beloved. Find favor wherever you go. May your children find favor. In the mighty name of Jesus. Shout a louder amen. It's too powerful. It's too powerful. Sometimes I, I get invited to some programs. and I, Sometimes I'm bold to ask the pastor, what, why did you invite me? I think there are more powerful men of God around. More clearer preachers. than. One general verse here. He looked at me. He said, it is you now. I want you to come and preach. I said, wow. Johnny just come. Acceptance. Acceptance. Hey. You will have acceptance. Your company will even have acceptance. Somebody goes to ask the boss. Boss, give me steady leave. Or scholarship. He said, Claire. Have you reached it? How many years have you worked? You have not served your mandatory time. Another person just came six months, one year. The boss is already saying that hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, and go and do that course. Go and do it. It's acceptance. Both of them have not reached there. One grandpa is junior, junior, but has found acceptance. You will find it all because you need it. If you don't have it, you are going nowhere. Go somewhere, receive that acceptance in Jesus. Stop joking. This thing is dangerous. Acceptance. The same angel went to Zachariah. He said, you are going to give birth. Zachariah said, how? Angel ball. Same angel, just some few minutes, and I went to Mary. He said, Mary, you are going to give birth. Mary said, how? He said, don't worry. Holy Ghost will come upon you. He took his time. Same angel that was angry with the man was very soft with the woman when they asked the same question. The reason why they slap you and they, they elevate another person who did the same thing you did is because of acceptance. I'm just telling you something. 
They are screaming on you and they are telling you, oh, I'm coming, I'm coming. Let me finish dealing with this one. I'll come to you. And both of you have asked the same foolish question. One is receiving favor, one is receiving punishment. Are you here? Then Jimmy said, that The Holy Ghost will help you. For Zachariah, they said, You talk too much, you'll be dumb. Full punishment. May you be that person who will be highly favored. May you be highly accepted in the name of Jesus. Boy. And acceptance goes beyond physical beauty. Ha. I said, I saw one guy in the train station in Germany. I almost ran. I actually wanted to use my joke to just say foolish things until I saw him listen to a call and he, he spoke to you. I said, hey, I became steady. I said, I'm a terrorist. I'm a different. You know, I was just wondering. At, at that time, I'd been to the German embassy twice and I'd been refused. So I look at it and say, what did they look at to give this guy a visa? Oh boy, it's not in grammar. It's acceptance. <laughs> May you receive it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> it's not in grammar. The guy was not living like a human being. But he was on ground. He was on ground. Too powerful. That God will manifest his pleasure in your life. Say a big amen. The, the one I've got into is inside my heart. Psalm 35 verse 27. Psalm 35 27. Look at it. I think I need to bring the message to an end. Psalm 35 27. He said, let them what? Shout for joy. And be what? Glad. That favor my righteous cause. Yea. Let them say continually. Let the Lord be what? Magnified. Which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. So when you say God has covered you with his pleasure, it means that he's showing you prosperity. He's showing you what? Yeah. Prosperity. I like prosperity. Most of the angry people you see around you is just because of poverty. You see people their face is cloudy. Poverty. Prosperity is better than poverty. And when God is expressing his pleasure, he expresses it in the prosperity of his heaven. That as long as you don't serve Satan and yourself, you must prosper. And it gives God joy to make you prosperous. Are you here at all? You are going to see prosperity this month of June. You will prosper. You will prosper. You shall prosper. You will prosper. I see you prospering. You will prosper in the name of Jesus. It gives God pleasure. God who takes pleasure. Anybody say, the church, they talk about money, money. Quote the scripture today. God is interested 
in the prosperity of his word servant. God is interested. The same way Satan is interested in giving people money. And the sum total of wealth, God is also interested. He's interested. Why, will we, why should we serve a, a rich God and be poor? Why? Even Satan who doesn't own anything is able to make people wealthy. God should be able to prosper you and I. Praise the Lord. And one of the reasons why God prospers his people is that it gives him joy. Number two, Psalm 125. So that the righteous will not put his hand into evil. Psalm 125, verse 3. Look at it. He said, please give me speech. He said, have verse 125, verse 3. You have to eat before you sit before computer, behind computer. It's very important that you eat so that you don't see stars. Psalm 125. For the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous. Lest the righteous put forth their hands into what? Iniquity. The reason why you are gossiping about this, this one's money is secretary, is because you don't have it. But when you have it, you see a new car. The thing inspires you. You see a new house. I was going on a walk with my, my wife. I saw a house. Well built. I said, I'm going to tell our architect. Go to that place. Look at the house. I like this design. It didn't even occur to me that a Sakawa person built it. Poverty. You see a young lady driving a car. A shower. Poverty is talking. Can make you put your hand into what? Evil. There's something called structural violence. Yes. When people become violent because they feel like some people have started to share the wealth and they are disadvantaged because of the people who have shared it. So one, two, no more demonstration, no more to shake kafone These people are the reason why we are suffering. <laughs> Kill them. Let the blood flow. So God wants to prosper. Praise the Lord. So that the righteous will not become evil. Because you can easily put your hand into evil. Are you here? You see men beating women. Why? Because he gave chop money. Was expecting food to be there the whole week. But the children are growing, so their capacity to consume, consume is going high. By Thursday, food is finished. Why? How? Why? How? Where's the money? You send some to your village. No! Tomato price has gone up. Poverty doesn't understand that one. So God takes pleasure. In prospering his servant. Praise the Lord. Come on now. Are you sure you are here? He is happy. He is happy. It is her birthday today. She did not send one person one text message. And, and I've pastored you all this way. It's my birthday. 
Where is my seed? God forbid. God what? Forbid. God forbid. God will manifest his pleasure of prosperity in your life this month or June. That amen is not born again at all. Boy. The reason why some of us are excited. Not just being born again, but moving to a higher level of becoming servant of God. Not just child of God. Servant of God is that God is the rewarder of his servant. And he gives him pleasure not only to bless his children, but children who are also what? Servant. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Look, if Jesus tarries, you will see the prosperity God will give me. I will be an illustration of Bible prosperity to you. I'm telling you, if Jesus should tarry. And I will not steal it. I will not break anybody's hand for it. It will flow. God is my employer. He will pay me. I'm a servant. He must pay me. If you are also a servant, he is interested in prospering you. May you prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. I, I just wanted to finish the message, but the message, there's too much there, so I have to just cut it here. Praise the Lord. Lift your hand. Say, God takes pleasure for me to have everything I need to have. Prosperity on every side. God is happy for me to have money to help other people. For me to prosper. One more time, one more time, one more time. Raise your hand. Say, Father, I declare right now, according to your word, that you are happy for me to have it. Therefore, I'm going to have it because it gives you pleasure, it makes you happy. Be happy for me to have it. Let me have it to make you happy. This month of June, I will encounter your goodness, your acceptance, and prosperity in the mighty name of Jesus. Clap your hands. Listen, it's coming to you and your children. It gives God pleasure. It gives God pleasure. I mean, God is never happy to see his children wearing tattered clothes. No father is happy. Except the father has sacrificed the children for whatever. But this God who sacrificed himself, any sacrificial father wants to see the betterment of the children. And we serve a very good, 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 good father. That's why I know that part of your prosperity is to get a good husband like my wife has got. Yes. Who shall find? Who shall find? I, I am prosperous 
because I have a good wife. Some people are where they are right now because of the person they married. Your mother-in-law cursed you. Father-in-law cursed you. Even your husband did not want you to rise. Your, your, the, the woman you married does not want you to rise. The sister-in-law doesn't want you to rise. The stepchildren. Chain of hindrances. You get a good husband, a good wife. And I've seen that in church, things people want, they don't say amen to it. And they go home and cry. I said God will prosper you with a good spouse. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Not a wizard from Oaks. A witch from Elmina. Come and kill you before your time. You, you will see the manifestation of the pleasure of God. This June, dear, it will break forth in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Tell somebody, I'm expecting it. I'm expecting it. It's coming my way. It's coming my way. The thing is coming. This whole June, every day will be a day of testimony. You will still be praising God. Praises will never leave your house. Celebrations will never leave your house. Every day will be a day of celebration in your It's a blessing. One of the prosperity is to have children who have stable health. Stable what? Stable health. It's a blessing. It's a prosperity. That the hospital doesn't have work to do. It's too much. Yeah. One doctor just came. Look at that. Look at that. She, if I make her sing right now, you see that she's tired. Prosperity of good health shall be your portion. No pastor here will die before your time. Feeling it, pa. Zapa, pa, 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 shakala, pa, This good pleasure. I mean, everything God gives, the first is for you to be righteous or to receive Christ. Because it is in Christ. It is what? Christ. Then again, 2 Thessalonians, now you read it, you know, 1 11. It says that you have to pray for it. You have to what? Pray for it. Pray for it. Second Thessalonians 1.11. Please put it there. 
Pray for it. Don't say because God is happy to make me prosperous. You are walking there aimlessly. 2 Thessalonians 1.11 Pray for it. Boy. The Apostle Paul was speaking and he said, Wherefore also we pray always for you that our God will count you worthy of his calling and fulfill all the good pleasure. The fulfillment of all the good pleasure was coming at the back of the prayer. We pray that God will fulfill. Praise the Lord. It is him that said, I will do all my good pleasure. And he said, we pray that God will fulfill all the good pleasure of his word, goodness. Stop saying, I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. Magnet must attract metal. That you are a magnet, so what? You must have the force to pull things. Prayer is our force. We pray always. Praise the Lord. Pray that God let me see the kingdom you have given me. Let it appear. Are you here at all? You pray for it. Don't follow foolish theology. It is Jesus who said in Matthew 7, 7 that ask. That you are a child of God. Sometimes it means nothing. If you are not asking. Ask. Do what? And the best person to ask is God. We pray that God will fulfill. That means that when there is no prayer, the fulfillment can suffer. That's why so many people, the plan is there. But they are not seeing the building. Because the prayer is not on ground. The month of June has started. Let prayer proceed. Are you here at all? So that there can be fulfillment of the good pleasure. The pregnancy will not come like that. If it will come like that, it would have come. The money will not come like that. If it would have come, it would have come. If it will come like that, are you here at all? The marriage, if it will come like that, it would have come. Look at this brother. He's a very nice man. But no, you don't get what you deserve. Nobody gets it. This week I was saying, I said, why do they born me like that? Why did the parent who born me, born me? May I ask questions? So, why was I not born by so so and so, but I was born by so so? Why? And I realized that that is even the more reason why I should be praying. Are you here at all? Rich people's children are getting poorer by the day. It's the more reason why you should pray that the heavens will be opened. Because you find out that Solomon said that they blow it all the time. They blow it more than the children of the poor people. That means that you are likely to, the kind of money you have blown already for being a rich person's son. That is somebody's capital in this world and in the world to come. It's the more reason why you pray for wisdom to manage. Wisdom to see value in small money. Wisdom to see opportunity is that, that God will fulfill his good pleasure of his goodness. People miss it because they miss the prayer. Are you here at all? Yeah, you, you look, carry prayer like 
the only thing you know. Pray. If you don't pray, you don't align. Once you are not aligned, anything can, you can miss you and you can miss anything. Pray. Tell somebody, pray. This month of June, pray. Yeah, pray, pray. Tell somebody, pray, 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 pray. Something will happen when you pray. It's too powerful. Is it powerful? It's powerful. It's powerful. Whenever I'm frustrated, prayer. Prayer just releases my frustration. It just cools me down. I pray and everything is settled. Some people get frustrated. That's when they don't want to pray. So you, are, you enter into the pit. Pray. Pray. Face whatever is facing you in prayer. He said we pray always. That God will count you what worthy of it. Say that prayer has a way of you are already qualified in Christ but he has a way of bringing you up to be counted for something. Counted for blessing this month of June. How many of you want to be counted for blessing this month of June? Tell somebody don't sleep, pray. I can't hear you. Tell somebody before you go to sleep, pray. When you wake up, fire. Before you step out there, when you come back, fire. Pray. 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 We have to return back to prayer. Are you here at all? Tell somebody by your side, return, return to prayer. Return to prayer. Return to prayer. Miracles are only in prayer, they respond to prayer. Return to prayer. Don't, don't, don't make yourself like an old Christian. It's like me ben yami mache. And no, no, there's no value in it. Like I'm an, I'm, a, I'm an old Ghanaian. Like, like, who cares about you? You're a veteran. So what? So what? It doesn't matter when you came to the keeper's house. It doesn't matter. When you even became born again, does it even matter? It doesn't matter. Jo, Jacob chose Joseph for the coat of many colors. And he was a small boy. Adult were there. Don't let your age lie to you. You need prayer to qualify you for some things. Praise the Lord. Prayer to do what? Yes. Some things your certificate cannot qualify you for. It will take prayer. May you scale up by prayer in Jesus' name. I, I see this June, I see things, things falling for you in Jesus' name. Come on now, I say they are falling for you in Jesus' name. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Say, I see it happening. One more time, one more time. Say, I see it happening. It's happening for me, it's happening for me. Come on, prophesy to yourself. Say, I see it happening for me. In the mighty name of Jesus. This thing is happening for me. It's happening for me. It's happening for me. It's happening for me. Lift your hands right now. Begin to speak in the spirit. Thank the Lord for the word you have heard. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Father, I thank you. Kambala Bahasa. Kantola Bahasa Gadaba. Ikadolo Bosahata. Ikoromandolo bososo. Itagalaba hasaga. 
Idula balagada bahasa. Adula balagada. Reko palala basila mandala badia. Arako palagada barane basanda. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.kpshousechapel.org one word. For further information, call 244 177 831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus Bethany Ministries.